0: must greet you again. He is risen. He is risen. Amen. Amen. For those who are guests, my name is Tim Shorey. I'm one of the pastors here, and it's my privilege to open up God's Word with you this morning. And I'm going to ask if you would turn in your Bibles to 2 Timothy, 2 Timothy chapter 2. Those who know me will realize why I just took my jacket off. I tried, I tried. Second Timothy chapter two, beginning in verse one. You then my child, Be strengthened by the grace that is in Christ Jesus. And what you have heard from me in the presence of many witnesses, entrust to faithful men who will be able to teach others also. Share in suffering as a good soldier of Christ Jesus. No soldier gets entangled in civilian pursuits since his aim is to please the one who enlisted him. An athlete is not crowned unless he competes according to the rules. It is the hard-working farmer who ought to have the first share of the crops. Think over what I say, for the Lord will give you understanding in everything. Remember Jesus Christ, risen from the dead. The offspring of David, as preached in my gospel, for which I am suffering, bound with chains as a criminal. But the word of God is not bound. Therefore, I endure everything for the sake of the elect, that they also may obtain the salvation that is in Christ Jesus with eternal glory. The saying is trustworthy. For if we have died with him, we will also live with him. If we endure, we will also reign with him. If we deny him, he also will deny us. If we are faithless, he remains faithful. For he cannot deny himself. Our Father in heaven, triune God, Father, Son, and Holy Spirit, may your word be powerful and transforming for us all. In Jesus' name, amen. Well, my primary focus this fine and wonderful resurrection day is going to be on the surprising command of verse Remember Jesus Christ risen from the dead. If I were to say to you, remember to breathe, or remember to eat, or remember to drink, or remember your child, or remember the sun, or remember to sleep, or remember your nose you would probably furrow your brow and wonder, why in the world is he reminding us to remember things so obvious that are almost impossible to forget? There are some things that we remember because we cannot forget them. Sometimes when people remind us of things that we already remember, we might be tempted to take a bit of an offense and say something like, I mean, duh, who, who would forget that? That's why I say this is a surprising command. These God-inspired words delivered through the Apostle Paul to a junior Apostle named Timothy Timothy, a pastor and traveling church planter and establisher who had been one of Paul's most faithful and trusted co-workers. In fact, in Philippians chapter 2, Paul says about Timothy, I hope in the Lord Jesus to send Timothy to you soon so that I too may be cheered by news of you for I have no one like him who will be genuinely concerned for your welfare, for they all seek their own interest, not those of Jesus Christ, but you know Timothy's proven worth. Now that's why I say Second Timothy chapter 2 and verse 8 is so surprising. Who would imagine that a christian never mind a faithful devoted pastor and junior apostle who would imagine that he could ever forget jesus christ and him risen from the dead if there is one thing you would expect a christian to remember if there is one thing that you wouldn't think you would need to remind christians to do it is to remember Jesus Christ risen from the dead. And yet we need to be reminded. We need to consistently remind ourselves to remind each other of Jesus Christ, risen from the dead. That's what Second Timothy 2 and verse eight. Is teaching us. We need to consistently remind ourselves to remind each other of Jesus Christ, risen from the dead. The command that Paul gives here is a present imperative for you, grammar scholars. That means that it is to go on consistently and without stopping. Paul is saying to Timothy, never stop remembering Jesus Christ risen from the dead. We need to consistently remind ourselves to remind each other of Jesus Christ risen from the dead. I was thinking about this this week and wondering, okay, what might be the reasons why we need to be reminded of this? And as I thought about 2 Timothy and 1 Timothy, these two letters written to that young pastor, I could identify at least a half a dozen reasons why he would need to be reminded to remind each other of the resurrected Christ. First reason is because of excessive busyness if you look back at 1 Timothy, you find out that Timothy was called to plant and establish churches and to train and equip and appoint pastors and train and equip and appoint deacons. And he was called to deal with false teachers and he was called to deal with the poor and deal with giving and a whole host of things. And and I can well imagine, because I am a pastor, I can well imagine how the busyness of life can actually make me forget Jesus And in fact, do you realize I have sometimes, I have sometimes prepared whole sermons and forgotten Jesus in the process? There are times I can go for days without having deep, meaningful reflections on the reality that Jesus Christ is risen from the dead. And I imagine the same is true of you. I doubt that I'm alone in this. Do you ever find yourself so busy doing so many things that you forget, you forget Jesus Christ risen from the dead. You remember our brother Dave Esternell's illustration from last week how he reminded himself to read the Word by putting copies of the Bible all over his home open so that wherever he was, in the house, the Bible, the open Bible would be near at hand for him to read. I loved the illustration, first of all, for what it said about the Scriptures and their precious role in our lives. I also loved it because of what it said about Dave and the commitment and the intentional, deliberate commitment that he is making to keep the Scriptures front and center in his life and in his faith. I think we need to do something similar when it comes to Jesus Christ risen from the dead. You may well need to post this everywhere in your house. You may well need to post this on the visor in your car. You may well need to post this in your cubicle at work. You may need to post this wherever you go, whatever you do, post it and remind yourself of Jesus Christ risen from the dead. But busyness can distract us. Another thing that can distract us is suffering. Verse 3 of chapter 2. Share in suffering as a good soldier of Christ Jesus. Verse 9. Remember Jesus Christ risen from the dead, the offspring of David as I preached in my Gospel, for which Paul says, I am suffering. If you are suffering, either for the sake of Jesus or simply because you live in a broken, all-to-pieces world. It is easy to forget in the middle of our suffering, it is easy to forget Jesus Christ risen from the dead. We also need to be reminded because the world can entangle us, can't it? chapter 2 verse 3 Paul says to Timothy share in suffering as a good soldier of Jesus, Christ Jesus no soldier gets entangled in civilian pursuits but we do get entangled don't we we do get entangled The cares of this world and the enticements of this world and the promises of this world and the peer pressure of this world and the desire for likes on social media in this world and a hundred million other things can feel so important and so good and so wonderful that they distract us and make us forget that there is only one Christ Jesus who is risen from the dead if you find your heart entangled with the world remind yourself over and over and over again of Christ Jesus risen from the dead Paul goes on, there are controversies that can distract us. There is persecution that can distract us. There are cultural pressures and evils that can distract us. And all of these things are things that Timothy, this junior apostle, had to be processing. And Paul says, in the middle of it all, and brothers and sisters and friends here today, in the middle of it all, remind yourself to remind each other. Christ Jesus is risen from the dead. Above all else, whatever else is going on, there is nothing more important, nothing more empowering, nothing more significant than this, that Christ Jesus is alive. He is risen. He is risen indeed. Not in myth. Not in fable, not in superstition, but in fact, and in truth, and in deed. He is risen from the dead. For all those reasons, we have to remind ourselves to remind each other of this. Now, I want to spend a few moments on the command itself. Remember Jesus Christ risen from the dead. Let's begin by remembering that remembering is a choice. It's a choice. The fact that Paul said to Timothy, remember Jesus Christ, tells us that Timothy had to choose to remember Jesus Christ. It wasn't something that would happen with Him being passive. Any of you who are parents and have had young children know that our children love to use the phrase, I forgot, as an excuse for not doing what they were supposed to do. Having raised six kids, I had to train my children to remember. I forgot is not an excuse. I forgot is part of the problem. I forgot needs to be trained and disciplined out of us. We have to choose to remember. Our children, and very often we, say it's it's not really our fault that We didn't remember? I I forgot. If I hadn't forgotten, I would have remembered. (laughs) Yeah, but you forgot, young 6-year-old, or 12-year-old, or 45-year-old. You forgot because you failed to remember. You failed to bring back to mind. You allowed a thousand other things to press the most important things out of your mind. Paul says, Choose to remember. Remember Jesus Christ. Now, Remembering is a choice, remembering needs a focus. Let's let's think about this. Remember Jesus Christ, risen from the dead, the offspring of David. Remember Jesus, the name given to our savior the night he was born. You shall call His name Jesus, for He will save His people from their sins. Jesus, His human name, the name given to God incarnate, God come in the flesh. Remember Jesus, Paul says. Remember Jesus Christ. Christ is His title, His official designation. He is the one who has been anointed as the prophet of God, and the priest of God, and the King of God. He is the Anointed One. He is the Christ. He is Jesus, human, the Christ, the Anointed One. Remember Jesus Christ, risen, that One who has been raised and is still alive. Remember Jesus Christ, risen from the dead, and Paul Paul knows that when Timothy hears those words risen from the dead, Timothy won't stop just at thinking, oh, he's alive now. No, he will think about the resurrection and what the resurrection actually meant. The the resurrection of Jesus Christ was first and foremost God's declaration that death has been defeated through Jesus. He is alive and all those who trust in Him all those who love Him will be alive forevermore with Him. He is the firstfruits, the Bible says. He is the early harvest of the resurrection. The day is coming when we will follow Him through death into life itself. Remember, Jesus Christ risen. And that resurrection is not just about victory over death. That resurrection, Paul tells us in Romans chapter 1, is the Father's way of declaring Him to be the Son of God with power. In other words, God the Father was saying through the resurrection, He is indeed my Son. And He is indeed the Son of God. The One who bears the very nature of God. Who shares the essence of God. He is the Son of God. He is my Son. And in the resurrection, everything that Jesus ever said, and everything that Jesus ever did was validated and approved and and stated and declared for all of history by the Father. He is my Son and your Savior. And the resurrection, one more thing. The resurrection stamped the atonement of Christ with the approval of God. By raising Jesus from the dead, God the Father was saying the death He just died was enough. Your sins have now been paid for. The punishment you deserve has now been taken by another. The hope of forgiveness that you long for and the promise of heaven that you long for Jesus has indeed obtained it for you on the cross, stamped with approval through the resurrection of Christ from the dead. That's what this means when Paul says to Timothy, Remember Jesus Christ, risen from the dead. But we must choose it, and it must be our focus. Are you suffering? Remember Jesus Christ, risen from the dead. Do you have a cancer scare in your life? Remember Jesus Christ, risen from the dead. Is there controversy going on everywhere around you? Then remember this one sure and certain thing. Jesus Christ, risen from the dead. Are you alone? And are you fearful? Remember Jesus Christ, risen from the dead. Is there the threat, the real threat of persecution against the church? Yes. Remember Jesus Christ, risen from the dead. Do you have a child who has wandered far away from you and from your Savior, remember Jesus Christ is risen from the dead. And He who lives forever can easily find your child. Whatever's going on in your life, whatever the hardships, does, does it feel as if the world is imploding. Remember Jesus Christ risen from the dead and seated on a throne. We need to realize that remembering is a choice. Remembering needs a focus. And remembering needs to find a voice as well. It's not enough just to remember. We need to remind each other to remind ourselves that Jesus Christ is risen from the dead. You say, where do you get that? Look at verse 8 again. Remember Jesus Christ risen from the dead, the offspring of David, as preached in my Gospel. And then later, the Word of God is not bound. In other words, Paul is saying to us, it's not enough just to remember We must proclaim what we remember. We must remind others to remind themselves, who in turn will remind others to remind themselves, and on and on it goes. We must remind each other of this truth. Jesus Christ is risen from the dead. Brothers, sisters, probably already well between our greetings here as a congregation and our greetings as you came through the door, how many times have we reminded each other that Jesus Christ is risen from the dead? He is risen. He is risen indeed. We need to find ways to do that every day of our life. Not in some kind of psychological mantra that we say to trick our brain and our emotions into feeling good about life. No, that has no value whatsoever. We are talking about fact and history and reality and truth. We are talking about the fact that God Himself came here to earth, lived among us, died for us, rose from the dead, now lives forever in our behalf. Jesus Christ is risen from the dead, and we need to remind each other of that. We cannot go a day, not a healthy day, not a good day, not a flourishing day. We cannot go a day without being reminded one way or another that Jesus Christ is alive. For as soon as we lose that, we lose all hope. For indeed, if Jesus Christ is not the truth, and if Jesus Christ, as Paul puts it in uh, 1 Corinthians chapter. 15, if Jesus Christ is not risen, then we are of most people to be pitied. If Jesus is not alive, why in the world have I spent the last 40 years of my life preaching Him? What a fool. Paul goes on to say, if He's not alive, you might as well go out and eat, drink, and be merry, for tomorrow you die. In other words, there's no hope beyond the grave, so get in all you can now. Paul was at least honest, right? He lived a real faith. And then he goes on to say, but he is alive. And he goes on in 1 Corinthians 15 to say not only is he alive, but he has been seen by hundreds. In other words, the resurrection of Jesus Christ is not a myth or a fable or a legend. It is a fact of history verified through eyewitness testimony and demonstrated to be true right to this present moment. I was greeted as I entered this morning by a young brother and believer in the Lord whose arms were extended like this and there was a skip in his feet and I'm convinced if I had turned him loose, he would have been dancing around the building here. And he said, this is the best day. And this is my first day. My first time in my whole life knowing what this day is about. And I, yes, yes. For what we are talking about, no, the one whom we are talking about, Jesus Christ risen from the dead, is alive today still transforming human lives, still bringing new life, new hope, new transformation, new and everlasting salvation to people. So if you're here, if you're here and have never even much thought about Jesus Christ, we invite you to come and see how good He is. You said, but I can't see Him. But, well, He'll make Himself known to you. Are you sure? Oh, I am sure. He is Lord. And He is Savior. And He is good. And He is real. And He can be yours. Turn from your life of unbelief, committed to yourself and to your sin, and say, Jesus, please be my Savior my King and my Lord. Jesus Christ is risen from the dead. And can I share one more thing? There is a reward that comes to those who remember. There is a reward that comes to those who remember. If we go back to verse 10, Therefore, Paul says, I endure everything for the sake of the elect, that they also may obtain the salvation that is in Christ Jesus with eternal glory. And then he adds, that saying is trustworthy. For if we have died with Him, we will also live with Him. If we endure, we will also reign with Him with him if we deny him he will deny us if we are faithless he will remain faithful for he cannot deny himself we will live with Him. We will reign with Him. He will forever stay with us. Or as Paul puts it in 2 Timothy 4, verse 5, As for you, always be sober-minded, endure suffering, do the work of an evangelist, fulfill your ministry. For Paul says, this man who had proclaimed the risen Christ for decades, he says, I am already being poured out as a drink offering the time of my departure has come. He was about to die a martyr's death. But he says, I have fought the good fight. I have finished the race. I have kept the faith. What faith, Paul, are you talking about? The faith of our Lord Jesus Christ, the One who lived and died and rose for me. Henceforth there is laid up for me the crown of righteousness, which the Lord, the risen righteous Judge, will award to me on that day, and not only to me, but also to all who have loved His appearing." Do you love His appearing? In other words, Are you living for and longing for the day when this One who came once to die for your sins is going to come again and make His grand finale appearance to usher in eternity? If you love His appearing, the appearing of the risen Lord and righteous Judge, if you love His appearing, that appearing is going to be crowning day for you. That is going to be a glory day for you and for me. And then that is going to be ultimately an everlasting glory day for Him. for We will take our crowns and cast them at His feet. And say to the Lamb who was slain, Worthy, worthy are you. For everything that we have and are and have become or ever will become that is of any value traces to the one, Jesus Christ, risen from the dead. Do you believe? Jesus once asked his disciples, who do you say that I am? That is the ultimate, most important question for all of us. Who do you say he is? Christian faith, the faith of Scripture, that has been taught and believed and transforming people's lives for the last 2,000 years, answer the question, Who do you say that I am? You are Christ Jesus. The Son of the living God. Crucified for our sins. Buried. Raised on the third day. And ever living as Savior and Lord for all who believe. Who do you say He is? Your eternity will hinge on your answer. Believe in the Lord Jesus Christ and you will be saved. Let's pray. Our Lord Jesus Christ, thank You for this day that compels us to remember that you are Jesus Christ risen from the dead. May we become those who don't forget. Tomorrow afternoon or Wednesday morning or Friday evening, may we still be remembering in the middle of whatever else is going on, may we be remembering Jesus Christ risen From the dead. May we become a congregation that reminds each other to remind ourselves and then remind each other that Jesus is alive. To you be glory. Amen and Amen. Let's remind ourselves that he is alive by standing and singing one final hymn this morning, Christ the Lord is risen today. The
1: Lord is risen today So
0: Jesus, that we might continue that song forever and ever. May it be that the Lord Jesus Christ will bless you and yours with all that is good and full of joy and peace in believing in Jesus the Christ. May it be that the Lord will go with you and keep you safe. Uh, May it be that the Lord will lift your eyes from one day to the next to see his goodness and his love. May it be that as sin and sorrow enter your heart, you will know where to turn, you will know the one to whom to turn, and you will find forgiveness and peace with him. Heavenly Father, may it be that your eternal love, Lord Jesus, may it be that your redeeming mercy, and Holy Spirit, may it be that your comforting presence will rest upon each one of us until we meet again, through Jesus Christ, our Lord, amen, amen. God bless you. Thank you for coming.